This is MockCast, the best place to catch up on what's going on with Mock Convention 2020. Because the world is waiting for your generation to lead. We all have a role to play in sustaining the greatness of America. Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of MockCast, your place to get all of the hot details about WNL's 27th Mock Convention. I'm your host and the convention's general secretary, Lane Smith, and today we're here with the boots on the ground of the operations team. We've got our sustainability chair, our logistics chair, and our events chair, and I'll hand it over to them to introduce themselves. Thanks, Lane. Hey, everyone. I'm Caitlin Fitzsimmons, and I'm the sustainability chair for MockCon, and I'm so happy to be here. Hey, everyone. My name is Donald LeCompte. I'm MockCon's logistics chair, helping hammer out all the details for this awesome event and super excited to talk about it. Hey y'all, I'm Katie Daly. I'm the events chair and I'm so excited to talk about Gala. Thank you all so much for all being here. I know y'all are the ones that you've got kind of every every base covered when it comes to planning this gala. So very excited to have you all talk about it. So presidential gala, what's the deal? Where did it start? What are we doing? What's y'all's plan? Yeah, so as you might know, mock convention started in 1908, but presidential gala wasn't introduced until much, much later than that. 1991 was actually our first presidential gala, and it was modeled off the presidential inaugural balls that you might see on TV. Uh, There's actually a donkey greeting people at the front door of that first gala, which is really kind of cool, Democratic convention year that year, and it was meant to raise funds, kind of kick off the convention activities. We've transitioned a little bit from that. It's not really a fundraiser as much now as it is just a time to get people really excited for convention weekend, which is coming up soon. That's great. All right, so now that we have all the operations team in one place, and it's the E before the gala, I know everyone's really excited to see what the theme's gonna look like when we walk in. I'm sure it's gonna be gorgeous. Whose brainchild was the blue meets green theme? So I actually thought of blue meets green when I was applying for the events chair position back in my freshman year. And I was really inspired by a lot of natural trends that I was seeing in the event planning world, a lot of really cool modern florals that were coming up. And I thought it was a perfect opportunity to wrap that in with the Democratic Party's platform of sustainability and make it a really elegant gala theme. That's awesome. I'm so excited to see it. And what's been your favorite, like either tiny thing that you've worked to plan for the gala that you've done so far? It was really cool to be able to see my Pinterest board that I had initially when I was applying freshman year um, continue to grow and come to life and more ideas bouncing off of everyone. And it's been awesome to see everyone really excited to run with that theme. I've gotten to plan a lot of fun florals, a lot of fun signature drink ideas that we've been going through. So it's just been really cool to work out those tiny little details that are going to make it more sustainable and also more memorable for students attending the gala. That's awesome. Well, I know there's probably be a lot of pictures, and I know we're all very excited to see what it's going to look like. And I think the sustainability thing is one thing that MockCon has really made an emphasis on in this cycle. It's not only getting it right, but doing it right, and doing it right in a way that kind of leads the way for future conventions to clearly focus on sustainability in all aspects. So, Caitlin, how does sustainability play into the theme, and what efforts have the sustainability team worked on? Yeah, so for the gala, we are putting an emphasis on using new technologies like digital tickets and projections to try and reduce the amount of things that will inevitably end up in a landfill. We also made sure that when we were picking our vendors for furniture rentals and florals that we chose people who ran their businesses with sustainable practices in mind, and that was also really important to us. It's incredible. So, Caitlin, what's been your kind of proudest sustainability moment so far? What have you geeked out on? Yeah, I probably had the most fun collaborating with Amity Hopkins from Blue Phoenix. Uh, she's a really creative mind and helped create a sustainable and locally sourced 
cocktail. Um, and that was really fun. I got to meet with a lot of the farmers um, of the products that we used, and I think it was pretty delicious. It was. It was delicious. <laughs> it was good. So, when talking about kind of the nitty gritty of the gala, where is it going to be? How are we getting there? What's the plan? So we have some challenges this year, inevitably, because the gym is under construction. That's where the gala has been in past years, so we're restarting a lot of the planning with that. But we're moving into the Student Activities Pavilion, and we're really excited what that has to offer. It's a brand new space, so we've really been able to develop it right from the start and really make it our own. So Katie, on kind of an event planning level, have we, what have we done as far as looking at the specificities for the pavilion? There have actually been some cool things we've gotten to take advantage of with the unique situation of the pavilion. We have to have a tent adjacent to the pavilion to increase capacity, but we're going to use that as a beer garden that will sort of have a modern garden party vibe, and I'm really excited about that. And then, so that will function as the bar area, and then the main pavilion space will be the main gala area. I love that. Um, and Donald, how are people getting there, um, and kind of what's the timeline of the event? Yeah, so the timeline of the event, I can start with that. We're running from 8 p.m. until midnight, coming up real soon this Saturday, November 9th, and we will have Traveler running. So we're actually upping the number of buses from Traveler. We're going to have seven buses running, and they will all be running the normal route the entire night. So you won't have to worry about going directly from one place to another. Just hop on the bus, follow the normal route, and you'll get your home safely. You've got all of our best social logistics in mind, Donald. So in kind of our process of selling tickets, a portion of all those sales goes towards assisting the quality effort, correct? Caitlin, how does that work? Yeah, so um, we're really excited to announce a collaboration with Boxerwood. They're the nature center that serves all students in Rockridge County. So they're really involved with the local community and uh, they're working on a ton of fantastic projects like carbon offsets that we hope to fund and support and uh, potentially even use to combat our carbon footprint. That's great. That's awesome. It's been so cool. I know I've been to some of y'all's meetings in the past couple months, even in the past year, um, but getting to really talk to you about what you're most passionate about the gala and also getting to see it this weekend is going to be incredible. So kind of as a close, can each of you go around and tell me what your favorite thing, or at least you think your favorite thing will be walking into the gala on Saturday? I'm really excited for that grand entrance, that final reveal when people will get to walk into the space and see how Blue Mead Screen translates into a gala space. And I'm really excited to see people's reactions and also be able to experience it ourselves for the first time. And including that grand entrance, I'm really excited to go in and see what the visual elements of the staging looks like. See the band up there. We have Simply Irresistible coming back. They were here a few years ago on campus. We're super excited to have them back. Caitlin? Yeah, I think that I'm, I'm most looking forward to all the plants that are going to be featured at the gala. Really happy to say that we've been working with a sustainable florist out of D.C. And I think they'll successfully be able to bring the outdoors inside. It's amazing. Well, I think I can speak for myself, probably the whole organization, that this wouldn't be happening without each of you. And I know we're all really excited to see what's gonna look like this weekend and to get experience the best garden party Lexington's we've ever had. So thank you to each of you and thank we'll you. be back in a couple weeks with a new episode. Thanks, Lane. Thanks.